Women on the African continent are generally treated as second-class citizens. They do not enjoy the same positions as men. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. You should aim to be successful, but not too successful. Otherwise, you will threaten the man. Some men refuse to invest in the education of their daughters because they say they will soon get married. Because I am female, I'm expected to aspire to marriage. I'm expected to make my life choices, always keeping in mind that marriage is the most important. But why do we teach girls to aspire to marriage and we don't teach boys the same? We raise girls to see each other as competitors, not for jobs or for accomplishments, which I think can be a good thing, but for the attention of men. Feminist, a person who believes in the social, political and economic equality of the sexes. Women on the Forefront, a program dedicated to women who are making a difference. Welcome back to our Women Feature. Just over a quarter of people trafficked worldwide are children. That's according to latest figures from the UN Children's Fund, UNICEF. July 30th marked the World Day Against Trafficking in Persons. This evening, I'm joined by Tiniko Ndaba, a student social worker and member of Without Chains team. She'll be talking to us about her work in the field of human trafficking. I remember talking to you at the Imbisa conference that we had here in Johannesburg, in Bugsburg rather, and I remember you mentioned your work, the type of work that you do, and you were pushing for this to be placed on the agenda uh, during the upcoming Bishop Synod on Young People. That is, of course, the, the high scourge of human trafficking, and not only in Southern Africa, but all over the continent. Okay, what do you do is we in prevention, we are on the prevention phase of uh, human trafficking. So what we do is we use awareness and talk about human trafficking because it is not the most talked about topic now. And uh, people are going missing all the time and we hear that people are, are, are being exploited out there. So some people don't know what is happening. So we feel that if we raise this concern, we might not do everything, but something can come up from that. And also to keep uh, young people most especially safe, because uh, young people are constantly traveling, they are, they are looking for some kind of uh, better life out there, and they want to explore the world and all that. So we just give them this information to be careful, and most especially on social media as well, because uh, recruiters are also there, they are giving this 
And it's so interesting that we're talking about this. I mean, just a few days ago, a child was uh, kidnapped in uh, in KZN, if I'm not mistaken. And mm. there are so many cases of people who are kidnapped for this specific purpose, for human trafficking. I mean, we've mm. had the young people that went abroad thinking that we're mm. going to work only to find that it was a human trafficking ring that was going on. So. Mm. How do you pass this message to young people in your capacity, in your work environment? How do, how do you and your team work with regards to passing this message to young people as well as to their parents? So as you said, there is young children, uh, young people and parents. So we, we try to divide, uh, to make it relevant to the age group that we are working with. If it's children, most especially, we don't give that uh, much information about the, the violent part of it. We just give the basic information to keep safe and be aware, not to take things from strangers and to look out for each other. When they're going to school, they should go in groups and report uh, people who are just walking around not doing anything that looks suspicious. And with young people, we, we focus also on social media because... Uh, they are there all the time, and the, the job ads are there all the time. And we try to, to also make them aware that whatever they put on social media can also attract uh, negative, uh, like people who have negative impact and intentions. So we, we try to also tell them that when they travel, they should also tell their parents or people who are around them. Wherever they are going, someone should know where they are going. And if it's a job ad, you tell them that, okay, look for, for this and that. That's why it's like the 011 uh, code is a company. They should look for the address. And if it's uh, far away, they should go with someone else if they, they are not sure that that job ad is true cool or, or not. So we try to, to give them as much information. Some of the information we also get from them. They will tell us that, you know, this and that happened to me, so... I, I, I experienced this. So we take that information and also give it to other people to be aware of these things. And also when going out, because young people go out and they drink, they have fun, you tell them to, okay, when you're drinking something, do not put your drink aside and then come back to take it and drink it again. So when you are away, if you didn't look out for your drink, then leave it there. Because if you can start your drink, then, then when you are disorientated, they can do anything to you. It's not only human trafficking, but also their safety most especially. And also, in, in that, we, we, we also want them to share with other people what information they're getting and to talk about this, to openly talk about it. So that, because we also get, as I said, we also get information from others. So if people are talking about it, someone will say, oh, you know, I experienced this, or I saw this. So as I, I, I said, that we also decide to, to, to be relevant to the group that we are working with. With parents, we tell them to, to be open also to talk to, to their children. Parents should know where their children are at all. Not at all times, but most of the times when they go, when they travel. So it is best for them to open those uh, kind of conversations, to openly talk about 
such things that when you're going to let me know and not to be afraid to like judge social media in that way because children will think that their parents do not uh, care much about social media so they do whatever they want they it's like they some of them live double life on social media they're like this at home they're like this so when parents are engaging conversations with children about social media, try to understand what social media is and not that, and it's better for them because they will have much information as well. And also to with, with uh, the young children, sometimes the, the, the children are not uh, abducted by people they know, strangers. So sometimes it can be someone they know. So we try to talk to parents as well. If your child is showing signs of this and that, please be careful of that. Like when uh, a child can go easily with anyone, then it becomes a problem. And when a child comes back from school, you don't ask what happened and that. It becomes a problem because the child doesn't communicate anything. So we try to, to make the information relevant because we know the situation, children are going missing, as you said. So sometimes it cannot be human trafficking. But we take that platform when we are giving the talks and awareness to, to, to also share about the other issues that are related to abduction and exploitation. So uh, we also talk about other parts of the world because people also have to be aware of what is happening. The, the, the uh, trafficking is not the same everywhere. The, the kind of exploitation, I mean, it's not the same everywhere, but there are different ways of doing it. And sometimes it can be happening in Europe, but it can also be a trend. It can also, at some point, reach Africa. So we try to also talk about the different contexts when we talk about human trafficking, but most especially we emphasize the traveling part, because when you are away, then you become vulnerable. You are not uh, able to, to be free when you are that side and you're not uh, able to come back home. It's very difficult, and being rescued from there is also a challenge. So that's why we wanted to, to know about the, the state of human trafficking and also to be saved. People in Africa, especially in the north of Africa, we have lots of mm -hmm. cases of human trafficking where people, young people, trying to mm -hmm. cross the Mediterranean to get to Europe, and they mm -hmm. find themselves being trafficked into Libya, being being exploited rather. There's the issue of slavery in Libya and many other parts of the continent. But then, of course, here in Southern Africa, you also have the case of young people being kidnapped and being used in farms. That's exploitation as well. And we know of cases that young people are being exploited and being used to work in farms and they don't even know how to get back home. And we have, uh, I mean, just at the border between Mozambique and South Africa, you have a center there where there's a number of people that were caught being trafficked from Mozambique, from Malawi, uh, from Tanzania, you name it, but using that road of Mozambique and South African border to bring these people to be exploited. So there's a lot that needs to be done. And speaking of that, what medium do you use to spread this awareness? What are your platforms? How do you go about spreading this awareness? So most of the times we, we, we get invited or we ask for, for permission to go and give talks. Like when we, we go to school, sometimes we, we just go there and ask, can we please talk to young people about this? 
and sometimes we are invited. So we go anywhere. Like now, uh, we are have, I'm having this interview with you. There are another platform of, of, of talking about this. And we also have a Facebook page as well where we post things about human trafficking and what we are doing currently and all that. So we, we go to different uh, places and we use whatever means possible to talk about this. And we also meet with other people, like um, other organizations that are also working with this. We network because we cannot do things separately. Some people have other resources that we do not have. So whatever way possible we can spread the message, we do that. We even have some T-shirts about um, for the end of slavery. That's our slogan. So it's a way of, of talking about this because someone will read that T-shirt and say, oh, what, what is that? Slavery today. So we will just start talking from there. And people who buy our T-shirts, they know us. So if they are out there, they are also spreading that message. So we try by all means to, to spread to the best of our ability because most of our members are students and working. We don't have all the time in the world to do that. But whatever, whenever we get that opportunity, we make sure that we tell people about it and also ask them to tell others as well. Like as you mentioned, the case in the, the borders and all that, we are also worried about that and we, we are also trying to find ways of, of um, making sure that somehow we get people who are traveling to also give them this information as they travel. We have not reached the borders, but we hope that we can get to that point where we can also reach people who are traveling in the borders and all that. So... Um, we try. We try to Tiniko, yeah. thank you so much for your time and for bringing to us, or rather talking to us about this very serious matter which we seem to overlook and it happens yes. every day, every yes. second, everywhere. Yes. It doesn't necessarily have to be in remote areas. Even within urban cities, it happens. So yes, it happens everywhere, everywhere. And everyone, anyone can be a victim. It doesn't matter if you are from a poor background or what, but if the demand is, is uh, if you are a target and if the demand requires you, then you can be a victim. Like I said, thank you so much for your time. And uh, mm -hmm. before I let you go, just give our listeners uh, details as to how people can come to you, contact you to come to their schools, to come to their parishes, come to their catechism classes maybe, and speak to catechism children, speak to parents at church, you name it. How can people get hold of you? I mean, I understand you are working under, under the wings of the SACBC. So give us more details. We are a network CCIP. We also have uh, connections, and you can use the contact, uh, the CCIP. And for us, you can use uh, the following email. It's withoutchangesouthafrica at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is withoutchangesa. And we are also under CCIP. The, the Southern African Catholic Bishops Conference. So that's at mm -hmm. Kanya House. People can call yes. Kanya House and they can yes. get more information about you. Yes. All right. All right. Thank you very much for your time, Tiniko, and all of the yes. best with your work. Continue doing the good work that you do. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I want to leave my